0: G3 assistance through Virginia's community colleges is your pathway to a new future. Helping those who qualify, pay for school and train for the right career, right where you are, right now. Learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3. This one, I mean, I'm on the cover, like it right. is me on the cover. And uh, I remember being told that and just be like, yes, yes, all right. You know, like it was huge, man. It was uh, it was a big deal to me.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to After the Bell. I am still Corey Graves, and I had a dream. I had a vigilant sidekick. His name is Vic. He's a lesser-known character. It's actually very valid. Yeah, yeah. I got Rancid on the brain right now, Vic. I just found out two of my favorite bands, Rancid, Dropkick, Murphy's, touring together. They're coming to Pittsburgh. I can't wait. I'm in a good mood today.
2: So you're in a good mood right now, so I'm going to try to continue to build on that good mood because there's something that I know about Corey Graves. Grilling? makes you smile. True. And going to baseball games.
1: No doubt about it.
2: You sent me a picture the other day. I always like when I see your name pop up, I go, this is going to go one of two ways. This is going to be really bad or it's going to be really good. There's no in between. It's never a general question from you about something like, hey man, what are you doing? It's never small talk. No. You sent me this phenomenal play that you witnessed live in person at a recent Pirates game. I can let you can talk about that if you'd like, but I really want to know When you go to a baseball game, are you a hot dog guy? Do you have to get a hot dog? Because some people are, and this falls under me, I always get a hot dog. But I won't eat a hot dog
1: at home. I don't have to have a hot dog. I do prefer like a foot-long hot dog. It's nice. It feels very baseball. Quintessential summer, cold beer, hot dog. I'm more of a nachos guy. I never, ever eat nachos unless I'm at a ballpark. And I just slather it with cheese and jalapenos and really pig out. And that, that took place last week. As I was watching Mookie Betts make arguably one of the best plays of the entire MLB season, I was there. He was, you know, the out-of-towner, the bad guy, so to speak, the Los Angeles Dodgers. But to see a Major League Stadium give an ovation for a play because it was mind-blowing was really, really cool. Well, game
2: recognizes game, and it's always nice to show appreciation, even if it's for the other team, when they do something absolutely amazing. Because that was, to me baffling i had to watch the thing you sent me like three times to actually
1: fully understand what happened because i was very confused at first yeah it was truly mind-blowing play but vic we're not here to talk about baseball we're here to talk about the world of sports entertainment we have in or out coming your way a phenomenal chat with one half of the raw tag team champions aj styles is here on atb but vic the let's start at the top what oh, everybody yeah. is buzzing about you were there tuesday night nxt the return of Samoa Joe.
2: And look, you are going to get the ability to go back and be on the road here very soon. WWE is going to be live. This was the largest attended NXT in the Capital Wrestling Center era. The most people we've ever had in it. And it was packed, it was loud, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it when Samoa Joe made his return just to hear Joe, Joe, Joe. And you look around, and you're going, holy hell, there's people behind me. Like, it was (laughs) such the atmosphere for that little moment in time. I'm actually interested in what you thought of that moment because you've known, A, Joe, a lot longer than I have, and you were outside of the quote-unquote bubble of NXT.
1: I could not have been more happy. I, much like everybody that reads the internet, had heard the rumblings, heard the rumors. I have texted Joe since he was released several months back just because he's a friend of mine. I always check in. Seamus and I went out for a few cocktails a few weeks ago and we sent Joe a message together just to just, you keep your friends close, you know, just making sure everything's good. And the one thing right when Joe actually got released the first time I sent him a text and I said to him, I know you're going to be okay. You have a bad habit of landing on your feet. And (laughs) his response was, I always have a plan B. And I had no doubt because Joe's such a talented, intelligent individual. He was going to be fine no matter what. So for, the next step in Samoa Joe's career to be back in the fold in NXT where he was once the champion. It is enormous. It's massive, not only for Samoa Joe, but for NXT, the brand, this is so exciting to me because we always talk about how NXT is a third brand, but NXT is more of a niche audience. They're the hardcore fans, the most rabid of the WWE universe, the ones that love and appreciate this business on a different level. You get a lot more casual fans who watch Raw on Mondays and SmackDown on Fridays, and they love it, and they know Samoa Joe. But now you have a main event caliber talent who has done so much in WWE over the past several years on Raw, on SmackDown, now back where he returned. It adds a whole new layer of credibility to NXT as a brand, much like when Finn Balor returned. First ever universal champion. The prodigal son returns. The prince is back in NXT where he belonged. This is just as big, if not bigger, in my opinion, than Finn Balor returning just because of the cachet that Joe has built up over the past several years as part of WWE. Now, more casual fans who may not pay much attention to NXT or or they they don't watch as religiously as some people do. Now, maybe it's going to get a few more eyeballs to go, oh, wait, Samoa Joe. I love that guy. That guy was awesome. Whether he, Maybe you just love him because you thought he was a great commentator. Samoa Joe's on Tuesday nights now. Oh, I know what I'm watching.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk to AJ Styles about Samoa Joe coming up here in just a little bit. And I got to sit next to Joe on the raw commentary table. Like, I got to work with him there where I got to know a little bit more about him. And I always use this. I want to put my fan hat on for just a second and and take myself away from the Vic Joseph NXT announcer. When I was sitting there at NXT and I saw him come face-to-face with Pete Dunne. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. when I saw him come face-to-face with Karrion Cross. tick
1: talk young champion.
2: You know, just these little nuggets, man. It's just like, I, I don't know what the future holds.
1: But, whoa, man alive. You got me real excited. Yeah, no doubt about it. And Joe's role still being defined. We know he's essentially the enforcer to William Regal, which is awesome. Try to keep order, but it adds a whole new wrinkle. But to your point, just the visual of seeing Joe stare down Carrie and Cross, watching Joe put Adam Cole to sleep. It's just a nice reminder as to who the hell Samoa Joe is and whatever his role turns out to be, because we know he cannot compete Cannot get physical unless provoked. But Vic, let's be perfectly honest. When has that rule ever effectively worked out in the sports entertainment business? That rule is put in place so that somebody can break it and Samojo Joe beats somebody's face in.
2: Yeah, I mean, it didn't last very long for him to get quote-unquote provoked. It's kind of like the old wrestling wedding, like what can go wrong (laughs) type of thing, wink-wink, you know, in the eye. But it it was so, I mean, now I'm just sitting here spitballing things. I'm thinking Kyle O'Reilly and how Kyle O'Reilly has ascended over the last 10 months, put him in the ring with Samoa Joe. And then these other talents that are uh, Bronson Reed, for instance, who was just on After the Bell going one-on-one. It's just so Santos Escobar, someone I know you are a big fan of going with Samoa Joe. So it adds this... uh, uh, what words you use cachet it just adds this oh
1: man let me put a pin in this the potential is fun it's it's a blast to speculate again only the future will show what Joe is truly capable of what he's going to do in an NXT ring but the possibilities are endless and all of the possibilities are exciting. Elsewhere on NXT, Vic, you're coming off a big NXT takeover in your house. Karrion Cross, who we had on this show last week, which if you missed that one, do yourself a favor, go back and find it in the archives. Unbelievable conversation with and Cross. To his point, to use his words, he punched a hole in the NXT Mount Rushmore.
2: This is crazy, what a performance. Right? Man, it was, uh, I-, I can speak, and I'd love for your thoughts on this. You, you were sitting there. I don't know how long that match was, but man, I was so into it that my voice was almost gone at the end. I couldn't even get words out. Uh Wade Barrett texts me the next guy. I go, hey man, you wanna go get lunch? He goes, I haven't recovered from the main event. My throat hurts. My jaw hurts. I got a headache. I'm staying in bed. And that just was from us, the announcers, let alone the five yeah. guys who just yeah. beat the the hell out of each other, right. going through doors on the stage. It was uh it was a very interesting match and he, he
1: did punch the hole. A Who's who, man? It was absolutely unbelievable. Karrion Cross continues his dominance over the black and gold brand. What else stood out to you on NXT this week, Vic?
2: I want to see if I can finally get you to admit maybe some jealousy for a match. A lot you've done. A lot I'm jealous of. I can think of an Undertaker match. I can think of a Shawn Michaels match. Main events of WrestleMania. Sitting next to Michael Cole. The million-dollar match. Championship. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I was going to call a million dollar championship match. I mean, I remember the million dollar action figure that had the plastic title in his green trunks where he lifted the leg and stuff like
1: that. Right. Well, there were two million dollar man figures, but for some reason, and I had both of them as a child, but for some reason, I had like 14 million dollar titles, the little plastic ones, the old figures. They were everywhere. My bedroom was littered with million dollar championships and the old WCW titles that came on the Galoob figures. I had those. I remember those strewn about my house for whatever reason. I'll tell you what I'm excited for. Kyle O'Reilly Kushida.
2: Well, that's uh, an internet. That's going to be this Tuesday on NXT. Two of the best. We just talked about Kyle O'Reilly. This is odd. My mom's favorite wrestler. You would think would be like Johnny Gargano personal, you know, friends and stuff. Her favorite wrestler is Kushida. I said, mom, why do you like Kushida? He's got the moves. There you go. I don't know what she I'm like what moves mommy I don't know I just like him he's got the moves Kushida is my mom's favorite wrestler so she was pumped when she saw Kushida even had a match this week and next week she doesn't even watch for me she doesn't watch for Mackenzie she watched for Kushida
1: you better be careful I mean you might be calling Kushida dad sometime that's
2: that needs to be omitted <laughs> out
1: of this show real quick no way no way <laughs> hey oh, pops <laughs> NXT massive week obviously this weekend streaming live WWE Network on Peacock it's hell in a cell we've got a lot to get to regarding one of the most brutal events of the year you broke me Uh, well that's what I do that's what I'm here for look at this come on get it together Vic (laughs) get it together I'm just
2: thinking about hey my dad's coming up Cruiserweight Championship Open Challenge next on NXT like what do
1: I do Well, if Vic can compose himself ATB will be right back we're gonna find out who's in or out This is After the Bell, the greatest sports entertainment podcast on the planet Earth. We are just days away from Hell in a Cell streaming live. WWE Network on Peacock. You don't want to miss it, Vic. We got a lot to get to in this very Hell in a Cell-centric edition of In or Out. If you've listened to it before, our producer Alex Metz has prepared various topics. Vic and myself have been forbidden from knowing what those topics are Alex is going to set the table for us, and we will decide if we are in or out. Alex, what's the good word, my friend?
3: Gentlemen, thank you for having me back. It's been a little while since we've done this segment, but uh, I luscious locks of hair you got. I'm just throwing that out there for those that might see this clip. This is an audio podcast, Vic, but thank I'm you. Saying. I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> still uh, figuring that <laughs> out, Alex. It's, it's been a while since we've done this segment, but what better time to bring it back than Hell in a Cell this weekend on Peacock and the WWE Network everywhere else? So uh, you guys are correct. You have not seen these questions, but I, if you need a hint, most of them have to do with the Hell in a Cell event this coming weekend. Uh, so why don't we start with one of the main event matches? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but one of my favorite things from last week was the constant loop. The gif of Roman Reigns throwing Dominic Mysterio straight out of the ring was on repeat, on repeat all over the Internet.
1: Unbelievable. Uh, it, it, the, the power of Roman Reigns it, it, the, to see to have stood beside Dominic Mysterio on numerous occasions. Dominic's not a small guy. Dominic, he might even be my size, if not a little taller than I'm I am. Say Dominic's
2: probably about like six four.
1: Six yeah, yeah, he's three, a six four. He's a big, big kid. But to watch him effortlessly launched by Roman Reigns, to your point, I saw it in GIF form, and it's one of those ones you just stare at. You go, my God, what the hell? Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty incredible.
3: So to defend his son's honor, Ray Mysterio will be uh, stepping into the ring, uh, more specifically inside Hell in a Cell with the universal champion Roman Reigns this Sunday at Hell in a Cell. Uh, if I had to give my prediction, unfortunately, I say that the head of the table will be continuing his universal championship reign after this weekend. So with that prediction, guys, are you in or are you out? I am a thousand percent in on the
1: matchup. I have no doubt it's going to be incredible. It's Roman Reigns. It's Rey Mysterio. Roman, the guy. Rey, one of the best to ever do it. Neither of those guys have bad matches. You take this, you put it inside hell in a cell. I think people are going to be talking about this one for a long time. I'm with you, Alex. I think the head of the table retains. I think Roman Reigns just too dominant, but I think we've got a fun one on our hands Sunday.
2: I'm in for the same reason that... uh Corey mentioned, and I am, however, to a degree, out on Roman Reigns continuing his title reign. I don't think you can ever count out Rey Mysterio, and now that he's fighting for his son, and Rey's the ultimate underdog, right? And so I will never count against Rey Mysterio in any situation. So I am in on the match, but I am out on Roman Reigns uh, continuing his well title reign.
3: Great, well, is I that did. allowed? Is is can you be both in yeah, and you out? defense sitter. <laughs> I'm in on the
2: match, mind, I'm Out on the Vic. fact that he thinks Roman Reigns is going to win.
1: Okay. So you I'm think in? Rey Mysterio becomes universal champion this weekend?
2: I'm not going to count him out. I'm oh, not going gonna... to fully go. I'm going to say I'm out on that. I'm in on Rey Mysterio having a great opportunity on walking away champion. I'm in on the fact that he's a father. I'm in on the fact he's fighting for his son. I'm out on the fact that Roman Reigns is going to walk through Rey Mysterio. I can be in and out. I'm in on the match, out on Roman Reigns winning. What's wrong We're going to
3: change the name of this segment to In and Or Out. In and Or Out.
2: Yeah, yeah, in right. or out. What, I, I, what do you want me to do? He's <laughs> the kind opinion. of guy
3: who bets on both teams.
2: So yes. when I play roulette, you know, we talk about SummerSlam in Vegas, I bet on almost every number. You never lose.
3: What else we have, Alex? Moving on. Uh, One of the other main event championship matches this Sunday at Hell in a Cell. Uh, Drew McIntyre will get his last shot at the WWE Championship. As long as Bobby Lashley is the champion, he will face him inside Hell in a Cell. Uh, Drew McIntyre been one of the best WWE Champions over the last few years, and he is itching for a WWE Championship title reign in front of a live crowd here uh, coming up if he were to win at Hell in a Cell. But uh, the way I'm going to call this, I think Drew McIntyre's uh, lucky run is going to run out, and Bobby Lashley will retain the WWE Championship. So, gentlemen, in or out on that prediction of Bobby Lashley retaining the WWE Championship this weekend? Greg, I'm going to let you start on that one. I
1: well, don't you don't even, even have that. to
3: answer. You're going to pick both of them. So no, I'll no, take no, this no,
1: no, 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 I'm going to let you start. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there are a few guys I have as much respect for as Drew McIntyre. The guy carried the flag of the WWE Championship throughout the the most bizarre unusual era in the history of this business. One of the most bizarre times in the history of the world. I love drew McIntyre. He is a friend of mine. He is a amazing talent. I love his matches. Drew never disappoints. I can't say enough good things about drew McIntyre, but I also cannot say that. I believe drew McIntyre is going to be the one to knock off Bobby Lashley. I love everything. Lashley's doing as much as I love everything drew has done as champion during this era. Uh, Back of the line, Drew, I'm excited to see Bobby Lashley as WWE champion for the foreseeable future.
2: Again, It's hard to argue because, I mean, Bobby Lashley is a star, everything he has done, but I am going to ride with Drew McIntyre on this one. I really want to see Drew get the championship back around his waist. I want to see Drew have that moment with the WWE Universe live. I think of that main event at WrestleMania when he beat Brock Lesnar for the championship and how he reached out to the camera and was trying to reach out to the fans and knowing drew and how much he's had to go through. I want to see him champion. I want to see him carry the title into money in the bank with the universe around him, showing him the love and the appreciation that he deserves. There, I wasn't on the fence about
3: anything. Unless Lashley wins,
2: I mean, unless Bobby Lashley wins, then I mean, I mean, I'm all for it. I mean,
3: (laughs) you are the dirt worst. (laughs) Unbelievable! How can we do this segment anymore? You you egg me on to do it. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm all in on Drew McIntyre. There you go. All right, Uh, WWE Raw Women's Championship match this Sunday. Uh, I would say after Raw this past week, the issue between. Charlotte Flair and Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley has reached a fever pitch, if you want to call it that. Uh, Charlotte Flair was pretty, pretty angry after uh, what took place on Raw on Monday night. I love it. It's, It's actually
1: giving me fun flashbacks to when her father, the nature boy, would get absolutely wild. Rick Flair, late days of WCW, elbow dropping his jacket, losing his mind in the ring. That was the same madness I saw in the eyes of the Queen this past Monday on Raw.
2: I was thinking of him looking at Shawn Michaels going, "Old Yeller, and undoing his tie and smack. Oh, yeah, I'll give you "Old yeller And I was like, that right. was always so cool to me. You know, it was different.
3: And it is that reason why after a bloody and dropping obscenities, Charlotte flair from this past Monday night, that I think the time for Rhea Ripley's WWE raw championship reign will come to an end this Sunday. Uh, I know Rhea's only been champion for a little bit. She's had a great run here and she's one of the fan favorites right now in the WWE universe, but, uh, Charlotte flair, I don't think you, uh, I don't think you escaped that rage that we saw on Monday night. So gentlemen, in or out with Charlotte Flair becoming the new Raw Women's Champion?
1: I am in. I couldn't get any further in. Charlotte Flair, despite all of her detractors, the haters, if you will, that come out of the woodwork, that love to complain about every step Charlotte Flair takes, we'll get ready to eat some more of it because I think the queen takes the throne back. No disrespect to Rhea. Rhea's got an incredibly bright future. I don't know that Rhea is quite on the level yet. Of a Charlotte Flair. I think this Sunday it's a hell of a matchup. I think it may be one of the more brutal matchups all night. Sands cell. I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a banger, as the kids say. Uh, and I think Charlotte Flair leaves with the championship.
2: I am gonna stick with Rhea Ripley. So I will go against she Graves here. It's hard to argue, but man, Rhea needs another big victory. I think a lot of people counted her out one-on-one against Asuka. She rose to the occasion at WrestleMania. I don't I wouldn't bet against Rhea Ripley right now. I think she rises to the occasion once again. She solidifies herself. I'm not saying passing of the torch by any means for those people that are going to listen. I think it's a big statement victory another one for Rhea Ripley as she continues her dominance on the Raw brand as women's champion.
1: Unless Charlotte Flair wins.
2: You know, unless Charlotte Flair wins and then I mean I'm all for the queen being the champion. You're Quit walking me into these ridiculous. things. You know I'm going to
3: bite every single time. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. And finally, on this edition of In or Out, this one is not necessarily Hell in a Cell centric, but it does have to do with what we something we saw uh, this past Monday Raw and something that our guest AJ Styles is going to talk about in just a little bit here. Uh, my favorite thing on WWE television right now is RK Bro. Now, since this team's inception, we have not done an edition of In or Out, but I will say these two odd pairings together just it just works and I'm entertained and just enthralled every time it's on my television screen. Uh, Graves you have been outspoken about your disdain for the quote unquote thrown together tag team and that you wanted more legitimate real tag team uh, uh, wrestling but I got to say I think this one works and I'm a big fan so I want your takes is RK bro can they stand the test of time can they become a quote unquote real tag team are they a viable team who will have success in the future on raw in or out. It's a very nuanced Ah, question you just asked, Alex. And to your
1: point, yes, I am not a fan of the quote-unquote thrown-together tag teams. I want guys who have matching gear, who look like a team, who think like a team, who work like a team. Hart Foundation. Yeah, exactly. In the the tag team division. That's not to say that there can't be a great tag team matchup, but if you're going to be a full-time tag team, I, and this is just my personal taste, with that said, I am... Highly entertained by everything RK-Bro. The interactions backstage, the stuff with locking your lips up, it should not work. Reading it on paper, it should never work. But it does. The chemistry is coming through the screen. It is highly entertaining. I am in as far as liking and enjoying what RK-Bro are doing on my television screen. But oh, to now the final part the of your question Uh (laughs) uh-huh he asked several questions Ah. so i said it's nuanced vic listen Mm -hmm. shut up you're you're Mm -hmm. shut up joseph i put a lot of time into this let him answer (laughs) as far as being a sustainable tag team force in wwe i could not be further out i think this ends the same way it looks like it's going to end it looked like it was going to end week one There's going to be a Viper Riddle showdown one of these days. I hope it's way down the road. I'm not saying I want them to break up. I I am enjoying it every week. It's one of the highlights of Monday Night Raw to me. But your question was, are they a sustainable long-term force in the tag team division? Nope. Nope.
2: I am in. I see gold in their future one day. They got the great pose. Riddle's so funny. The backstage interactions, the little RK bro merch that they got going now. Can't wait to get my hands on that at WWE Shop. But I'm in. I am so in on this. This is so fun, so unique. Graves, as you said, it shouldn't work on paper. You shouldn't read something and go, oh, well, what? It does. I love it. It interacts with the social media uh, and the WWE universe that interact with the show. I'm so far in no fence riding for me on this one. I am in, 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 in on this tag team.
1: Finally,
3: finally, oh, well, something you could the make fence up on his this. mind about. That. Took four questions and you finally answered. Unbelievable. Great job guys. That was in or out for this week.
1: That was in or out. It was fun. I am excited for all things. Hell in a cell this coming Sunday, but Vic, I am even more excited in this very moment about what we are bringing the listeners' way, an interview with the phenomenal AJ Styles. Vic, this episode of ATB has been fun, but are you ready to take it to a whole nother level, to the next level, to the phenomenal level? I'm very excited to do
2: so. First time I met this gentleman, he was the IWGP champion. Now he's one half of the Raw Tag Team champions. Our guest this week, the phenomenal AJ Styles. What's going on, AJ?
0: What's up, guys? Hey, listen. If we're gonna bring up the past, why didn't we bring up uh, former United States champion, former Intercontinental champion, former WWE champion? I mean, to hey,
1: reach the Grand Slam of true. WWE
0: championships. Right?
1: Listen, AJ, we got to. I'll apologize for Vic. He's,
0: I'll apologize stole-
1: for Corey.
2: He's the leader of this ship. It's on wow. you, Corey. How about that?
0: Well, let me just say this about the Grand Slam champion thing. I know that the Miz uh, is also a, like a two-time. Grand Slam champion, but he's been here forever. Uh, you know, like <laughs> 8,300 years or something like that. And i done it, you know, in my, what, five years of being in the WWE. Uh, that's got to count for something. Had I been, ha- uh, you know, in WWE as long as The Miz, I'd be uh, quadruple, you know. Uh, grand Slam four grand times slam over. Champion. I like it.
1: Uh, no disagreement from my end. I have, to, I have to comment, though, AJ. You're joining us from one of the more unique backdrops on uh, the video element of ATB.
0: Uh, do you have a name for that thing? The bus? I do not. Uh, the hand-me-down? I, I'm not sure because <laughs> uh, I've, I've been in a couple buses that some of the other guys have been in before and uh, it, it, nothing's going to change. it. This will change within the next two weeks to another hand-me-down, which I'm totally comfortable with. It's a, it's a lot better than taking those car rides for four to five hours to the next city, which we're we'll be getting on the road here soon with WWE. So I'll take what I can get. You guys know that the stress that you have to go through traveling is no joke.
2: Well, we're going to talk about the live event schedule, getting back in front of the WWE universe. I want to know though, as, as, as a father, what's the going rate. If I was one of your children to wash that, what would my allowance be to wash that? That's probably taking me about 15 hours. I think I'm very, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Schedule. Well, listen, uh, so at this moment we're with we travel baseball, we're somewhere in South Carolina because we have baseball games. Do you know how much it costs to play travel baseball? I, it's expensive. I, he'll, he'll be washing it for free. <laughs> washing it
2: for free. Graves, we need to invest in a bus. Yeah, I'll go halvesies on you. I was
1: figuring you'd pay the whole thing. We'll have a, like a 40 Kano line, like a windowless van. I feel like that would be more of our Should milieu. That be more of us, yes.
0: But AJ, Cash you mentioned... still be expensive.
1: Yeah, no doubt. AJ, you mentioned going back on the road. I want to start this conversation talking about that. The moment still stands out to me. I mentioned it here on the show a a few weeks back. The day of WrestleMania Saturday, before we all walked out onto the stage, you and I had a moment in the tunnel leading up to Gorilla where the crowd was audible. You could hear the rumble, the, the, the mythical rumble that every wrestler lives for. And you looked at me and said, do you hear that? And as long as I have known you for nearly 20 years at this point, I don't know that I have ever seen you grin as widely as you were in that moment. How excited are you
0: to be back in front of the fans? Oh man, I- I'm telling you, um, they are WWE. That's why we say the WWE universe is because without them, we can't do what we do, not to the best of our abilities. We need that energy from the fans, I know that sounds cliche and it, but it's true. I'm getting cold chills just talking about it uh, because I remember you and I talking and and the roar. It, it's all about that, and I hope they, the WWE Universe, are as excited as I am to be back in front of them for them to see our live events to to be at Money in the Bank uh, and then. Well, we're wide open. We're rocking. I hope they're as excited as I am.
1: When we show these graphics packages on, on Raw or SmackDown talking about tickets being available, I keep saying, trust me, the roster is as excited to see you as you are to see them. And, and that's not hyperbole. I'm not making up some cool tagline. Everybody in the entire company, top to bottom, from the crew to the guys and girls in the ring, are stoked to be back in front of some semblance of normalcy. I, I, uh, man,
0: when we walked out at WrestleMania, Omos... Is jumping around like oh, and I go, what? hold on, man, it's got to get better. Uh, you know, because that's how awesome it is. You know, we're talking about a guy who hasn't really been in front of fans. I don't think uh, other than other than the uh, you know the little bit of NXT, maybe, but I don't think they were. It, it wasn't in front of a big crowd, right? Right. So for him, the first real WWE appearance was not was at WrestleMania. Can you imagine what money the bank's going to
1: be? Oh, man. it be unreal. Plus, you put it in an arena now, so you don't have to worry about the sound leaving the top of the stadium. Right. It's going to be you'll truly electric. I can't wait. I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about Omos. Um, this is sort of a new role for AJ Styles. You've seen and done it all. We talked about you know, Grand Slam champion in WWE. Vic mentioned some of your international exploits. We don't necessarily know AJ Styles as a tag team competitor, but now here you are, half of the Raw tag team champions with Omos your own personal Colossus. This dude, everybody's excited about what could be with the potential that Omos has. What does it mean to you to be in this role of sort of mentoring this new potential star?
0: I think that's uh, a job that most of us should have after 20 years of being in, you know, the business. Uh, Just to help the younger talent. As, you know, guys like, uh, you know, the older talent has helped me. I mean, so much. Uh, I, I mean, we can go back, you know, Jerry Lynn, Christopher Daniels, uh, John Cena. Like, I know it sounds crazy for me to say John Cena, but I've learned so much from that guy. Uh, it's only right that I, I pass down what I, knowledge I've had to Omos, who can and I think will be a huge super, superstar in the WWE.
1: It doesn't sound crazy at all to mention John Cena. When I I had John Cena on ATB here, he spoke at length about the importance of the guys that came before him that really molded him as to who he was. He named Eddie Guerrero, uh, Rikishi, JBL, I mean, a litany of superstars. You now find yourself as one of the elder statesmen in WWE, just from an experience standpoint. um, You've got more experience than arguably most
0: of the roster. I mean, I've got experience literally all over the world. Now, the experience... And the independence, and, and Japan, and, and everywhere else I've been in the states, it's a little bit different than the experience that you're going to get in the WWE. I can't imagine um, guys like Kurt Angle who started in the WWE and learned so quickly to be one of the best uh, I've ever seen in the ring. You know, so but that's the, that's a good thing about Omos. Is he's starting in the WWE. He, you know, it's not just you know. Um, a body slam and whatnot, but you got to know where the cameras are. you got to know how to face the camera, know where it is at all times. Like little things like that, that I had to learn on the fly because I haven't really experienced anything like WWE before when I first got here. So uh, there's there's always a lot to learn. You never stop learning. So uh, until this very day, even though I'm trying to pass knowledge down, I'm still getting it, uh, you know, every time I step in the ring.
2: You brought up your uh, tag team partner, Omas in WrestleMania. Did you feel any pressure making sure that he was ready for that moment on that stage?
0: One hundred percent. I was I was worried about him that, you know, you know, again, it's, it's about the little things. But he do the little things that, you know, make him look like a, a, a superstar. And um, he did great. He did well. I was excited when he's making his comeback. I was I was feeling it. So, yeah, I thought he did really well. And How he cool continues to do well
1: to be in the stadium when Omos finally entered the matchup and stepped over the top rope. You were there. You were dead center stage to hear, again, the mythical
0: roar of the crowd. But it was that, oh, you don't well, hear that and, very often. And they were chanting for him. You know, they wanted to see what he could do in the ring. They wanted to see what he was going to do. Uh, so I knew that when I finally made the tag, there was going to be a, a good little rumble, you know, coming. So very excited for that.
1: How cool is it for you to now mix up what you get to do in a WWE ring from a tag team perspective? You're going to have the opportunity to to stand across the ring from a lot of guys that maybe you ordinarily
0: wouldn't have in the past. That's the best thing about it, is that I get to be in the ring with other superstars. Uh, You know, I was kind of in a tag team when, uh, you know, the OC and whatnot. So there's a little experience there. But uh, now being the Raw tag team champions and having to step in the ring with the Viking Raiders uh, who knows who else? New Day, uh, maybe RK Bro down the line. You know, like that's exciting. I can't help but wonder.
1: Week after week, we see AJ Styles. Knock on wood. You're not a guy that has had to suffer through a, a ton of serious injuries through the duration of your career. What keeps you going? As long as you've been around, you've been the Grand Slam champion in WWE. It's that. What else is left for AJ Styles to do? What keeps you going every morning when you wake up?
0: A uh, little, little bit of ego and pride. You know. Has a lot to do with it. I enjoy what I do uh, in the ring. Now, granted, there's going to be times, just like every one of us, like, oh, I don't want to go to work today. Sure. I have the best job in the world, so I have to be positive. Like, hey, man, you get to go and work for the WWE. That's a great thing. But yeah, I got a lot of pride uh, in what I do, especially uh, when I step in between those ropes. Like, just something else that drives me. Uh, I can't explain it really, but it's it's all or nothing with me. So you know. <laughs> The older I get.
1: Have you ever had you a, know, a point in your career where you kind of felt complacent? Where you went, man, I got I to kick out of this or I got to change something up?
0: I, you, you know, there's always going to be that negative thought in your head about, well, I'm not in the, you know, the, the heavyweight picture, you know, or, or I'm not really doing anything right now. You just got to find a way to make it fun. Um, and a lot of people say, oh, yeah, we want to see AJ in the, in the heavyweight title picture. I'm having fun with the, the tag team picture right now. And I, I have found a way to make it fun. Like little things like uh, Bobby Lashley and his, his you know, uh, or his women that he had out there. Like, right. let's, let's interact with them. Let's make it funny. Let's make it entertaining. That's what we do. And uh, I had to pull Omos away from the, the ladies. <laughs> you know. So it was little things like that. I think we always try to, you know, we need to make entertaining. And I'm just going to find a way to do all that.
2: It's those little moments, too, that add so much to to when you're watching on TV because you can see, you can feel it from home. Those Just those little moments add 1,000% even characters, little different layers.
0: If I'm having fun, everybody else will enjoy it, too. Right. It's just, so have fun with it, and and people would have, they'll appreciate it. They could see you guys, uh, you know, if we're laughing at each other and stuff, they'll laugh with us. It's kind of like, you know, uh, live comedy where sometimes people uh, just start cracking up. You know, Right, right, right. It, it's just contagious. The audience cracks up with them because it's just not meant to be. It's, it's just funny.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. We're, you're talking about your ability to adapt and make the most out of a situation. A name that's on the, the tongue of everybody in the sports entertainment industry this particular week because he just returned in a brand new role in NXT, a guy you know better than just about anybody, Samoa Joe. What does it mean to you to see your longtime friend now in this new role and back in the fold where, let's be perfectly honest, he's belonged.
0: Listen, there's so many things about Joe that are great. Uh, this guy always finds a way to do what he does best. I mean, he, in my uh, personal opinion, he's one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. You know, so many guys going, oh, my God, that's Joe's so dangerous. It's like, you have no idea how awesome he is. If you only knew how great he was with his kicks and punches and everything he does – it's just brilliant, and then he he goes and commentates, and he's one of the best there too. I'm right. like, got to be kidding me!
1: Yeah, talk about a kick to my ego when Joe sits down I, just on a whim
0: and starts. and I went,
1: oh my god, I thought I was good. No,
0: <laughs>
1: hey, Corey, you
0: are. You've heard me tell you that, uh, no, but I know. <laughs> but it, it's 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 Joe. Just he's always so good at everything he does. I have no doubt he'll be the best. You know, wherever he goes and whatever he does.
2: And we talk about veteran leadership. You know, Joe now back in that NXT locker room Able to mentor those That are now below him on the black and gold brand as well
0: Yeah, I mean, and listen, nobody better This right. is a guy uh, Who literally takes I, I feel like I'm looking in the mirror When I when I talk to Joe Him and I, you know, we've been best friends forever uh, So nobody better to, to mentor than Samoa Joe G3 assistance through Virginia's community colleges is your pathway to a new future. Helping those who qualify, pay for school, and train for the right career. Right where you are, right now. Learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3. I
2: want to make a little pivot here, Graves, if you'd uh, allow me the uh, moment here to talk about something that is uh, very dangerous. I want to talk video games with you, AJ, for just a brief moment. I want to know, what are you playing right now?
0: Listen, I've tried to get on other games. I really have. I've tried to go just dive deep in something, and I I keep getting drawn back to PUBG. Here's why. I know the controls. I know how to play it. The learning curve, so for most games, it's going to take you a couple months to get it. And then you have to know the maps and everything else. So it's become um, a weird time in, in video games for me, where I'm worried that I won't enjoy a game because I have to learn so much to be good at it. And if you're not good, you're not going to play it. That's what made
1: me give up on video games almost altogether a few years back was I tried to get back into it. Obviously, a lot of the boys are really into it. And I'm like, I can do this. I played games for a while. And and it's, it used to be a fun diversion for me. Now it's like, it's like a full-time task. And I just, I can't do it, man. It's like, it's gotten way too out of hand for, for my feeble little mind.
0: Well, uh, you know, it, it, there will, I'm sure there'll be a game that comes out that, you know, was like the Nintendo Wii where it's got two buttons and, and it's easy to play, you know. <laughs> and it, but most of the time when, when someone says, Hey, man, you got to try this game out. I said, How many, how many buttons are you using? Are you using the old controller or? No, 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 no. It's, it's simple. It's just like two or three buttons. I'm like, I, I'm in. And in fact, I find myself uh, on my Switch playing the old school games, the Neo Geos where it's three buttons and, and having just as much fun with that or, or playing in my, small arcade arcade room that i have at my house like i'll just put it in there and play games are just harder these days especially if you want to be good at them
2: yeah you got to have almost like a doctorate in video gaming because to throw a punch you have to hit xor trigger and go up i just like playing super mario brothers where it's a b and use the d-pad yeah simple is better
0: well you know they'll come out with a game like PUBG 2 and it'll be ruined because now I have to learn all the different buttons again and I don't want to play it. I'll just try something else, you know, yeah. or something like that. That's what that's usually what happens. All the buttons change. Everything changes. You have to figure it out all over again. Stop. I fun. was
1: very excited that they just re-released not too long ago uh, the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, 2, and 3. And I, yeah, I, bought, I, it from, I bought it for my son. Uh, yeah. But I can actually <laughs> sit down and, I, and all the controls are the same and the music's the same and just the graphics are better. And I went, oh, OK, see, I can do this. That's still my wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, I get it, man. I totally do. You know, I've always said this, that the best games, the most fun games are easy to play, hard to master. That That's the key.
2: That's And you know what sucks now, Graves, for your son, the one thing he's never going to know? Blowing into the cartridges whoosh, whoosh, to get them to work and everything's now digital. I don't like that. I, I got to have the game. I'm one of those old school guys. I got to have the game in my hand.
1: I think, I think people, it's a lost art. It was such an easy fix because you took pride as a kid to yeah. be able to fix your own video game. Occasionally, yep. you'd have to lift lift the lid on the Nintendo and blow inside of it Oh yeah, every once in a do, while. Do you
0: know they have said that actually doesn't work blowing in the game? No, really? come on. If you just try it, it, it'll eventually play. I'm like, but every time I blow it in the game, it works. <laughs> so I don't know how true that is.
1: Is, is that what you do on, on that beautiful <laughs> yeah. bus of yours uh, between cities? gaming oh yeah i have my xbox in there
0: it's it's set up oh
2: you're an xbox
1: guy
0: yeah i'm an xbox guy. listen listen i was a i was a playstation guy and then when when getting online was a thing it was xbox who had it down pat Uh, at least better than playstation so that's how i got into the xbox and once i was there i was hooked uh, so that's the reason I'm an Xbox guy. I enjoy okay. Xbox, so... That's fair enough. I know, I mean, not, I, now, listen, I have nothing against PlayStation, other than the fact that I don't we're know... not the, in a war here. Xbox. We're not arguing.
2: I'm just saying. <laughs> right, I'm a PlayStation. Right. See, I don't like the open world games, So That's where the video game world lost me. I like a good story. I like a good campaign. Prince of Persia back in the day, Uncharted, more recently, Last of Us. Those are the type of games I get into, not the, I got to have something to go for. I have to have a goal.
0: You no, know, I'm with me. you. I... I I, I'm not a big fan of the open world games. I like to know where to go next for, you know, like to finish the game. I don't want to do this extra thing over here. I don't want to do that. I want to beat the game. That's my ultimate goal. Now, you know, everybody's like uh, getting, uh, getting hundred percent on the game. I I don't care about that. I want to see the finish. I like the movie part.
1: I have to ask you, it was a few years back. You had the honor of being on the cover of a WWE 2K video game as an avid
0: video game fan. What did that mean to you? Uh, Man, I can't tell you how awesome it was it was the i mean yeah i kinda was on the cover of a video game before it and it was terrible but <laughs> this one i mean i'm on the cover like it right. is me on the cover and uh, i remember being told that and just be like yes go yes, all right you know like it was huge man it was uh, it was a big deal to me 2019 was one of the better uh wwe games 2k games you know 20 was a little uh, you know
1: redoing the whole thing this year is supposed to be bigger and better than ever. I'm excited to see how it turns out. I got a follow up Graves to that. Did you
2: blow up the cover by chance and frame it and put it in your office? Because I no. definitely would have done that.
0: No, what I did is went by a GameStop and got the poster and I have that poster that will be framed and put up. in. That's
1: mine. awesome. Did, did it register to the clerk? when you walked up with the poster that it was you or was it just kind of like a, Oh, I'm just going to scan this and sell this to this gentleman.
0: Well, to be honest, I, I, I uh, asked a friend to go get it for me.
1: Ah, okay. <laughs> I, I, what, what a great flex that would be just to walk up and put the video game down and just. What are you I'm doing disp- with that poster? So, yeah, so yeah. you're, you're a, obviously a, a very blessed man. You've worked incredibly hard through your career. You're sitting in front of a bus that you work for. We're talking about being on a video game, looking back. What are some of the things that still stand out to you as surreal throughout
0: your career? I think there's always something that you go, wow, I'm I'm proud of what I've done. You know, it doesn't matter what company you've done it for. If you find that you're helping build something, that feels good. Um, You know, whether it be in Japan or in the States where I've worked, I I felt like I was a part of a team that built something greater. There's a there's a lot of uh, things in WWE. I mean, of course the the WWE championship. You know that was a big deal for me. Sure. I mean, you're talking to a guy who never thought he'd be in the WWE. I just learned to accept it, and I was okay with it. I mean, WWE. Yeah, it's great and all, but that doesn't mean you have to be in the WWE to be successful in your career. But it sure did help. Right. But you uh, you were
1: kind of the guy that really broke the mold as far as that goes because you. AJ Styles was a, was a as close to a household name as one can get without being under the WWE umbrella. If you were a wrestling fan, you knew AJ Styles, and you were the, the guy, and it was you, Samoa Joe, you mentioned Christopher Daniels earlier. There was a crop of you guys. Like, when I was first kind of breaking out on the independents, you guys were the top tier. You were the cream of the crop on the independents, but you were making your own way. You were making your own path without WWE. But then finally, you kicked down the doors, In Orlando, obviously, the the history since then is not hard to find. Was it something you ever imagined happening?
0: Uh, I I remember watching WrestleMania and going, man, I'm never going to have a WrestleMania moment. That sucks. You know, who could have imagined the career I've had in WWE? Because it wasn't long after I made my debut in WWE that, you know, by August, I think it was, I was the WWE champion. That's huge. (laughs) Yeah. You know, nobody could have, you know, imagined that, including myself. Did I think I was going to be successful? Uh, of course, because I think a lot of myself and the hard work that I'm going to put in, I'm going to find a way to be successful. Uh, but I just couldn't have imagined that it was going to be so quick.
1: Did you have any apprehension when you finally got here? Even even to the to your point, after eight months or whatever it was, you're now WWE champion. Was that ever kind of like a, uh, I better enjoy this while it's here? Was there ever any sort of... Uh, If I go to WWE, I'm not going to get to be me.
0: Well, that's the funny thing is that my first match that, that I was in, not necessarily the rumble, but the match, you know, Vince said, I got, I got a lot of guys that can do what you do. Uh, I need, you know, I've said this before. He said he needed a pit bull and I'm like, that's who I've always been. Okay. I know this guy. And then then he allowed me to be AJ Styles, you know? So I didn't have to change anything about myself, even how I worked. It was it was perfect. So he basically just gave me permission to be the guy that I've always been.
1: you look up and down the roster, AJ Styles today, 2021, who are you most excited to see develop over the next several years within WWE?
0: Of course, Omos, right? Like, I think he's going to be amazing. But we've got so many uh, younger talents that that are able to do great things. Um, Riddle. I think
1: I, I, kind of, I had a feeling you it. were going there.
0: <laughs> he has it. He gets it. He's very entertaining. Uh, literally, uh, there was a time where my son was with us on the bus. Matt came in and was talking to us and him and I would you know, talk about, I think we had a match or something. Well, uh, he, Matt leaves and my son goes, oh, my God, he really talks like that? <laughs> Look, yeah, that's really him, dude uh, That He's not really changing who he is That's just who he is Which makes it a lot easier for him to be great at what he does Because all he has to do is be himself I, I think he's great inside the ring, too It's not just his, you know No his, doubt His, his promos
1: He's he definitely definitely the complete package But how wild is it to think that Riddle has yet to compete In front of a normal WWE crowd Save oh, for wow, WrestleMania true. Wow As much I, as he's accomplished It's been all pandemic era that we've seen riddle he, he's never had that experience isn't it it's just to me it's, it's like wow now we're gonna find out what this guy's capable of
0: yeah well i think we're gonna find out what a lot of uh guys and girls are capable of you know now we have we get to see are these you know is, is our talent babyface or their heels because a lot of times the fans will just They'll decide that for us. Right. And we'll have to go that fast. That that's the great thing about the fans being there because we need to know what's working.
1: Exactly. And you get that instant gratification, that instant feedback of, Oh, that was cool. Maybe I'll do that again. Or that was a terrible idea. We will never ever see the light of day ever again. Yeah. <laughs> while, while we're on this subject, AJ, you're known for being creative. Is there anything that you have ever experienced that was just a bomb in front of the crowd?
0: Yeah, thank, thank God it is in front of small crowds, you know, um, stupid ladder spots that didn't make any sense. You know, there have been many of those. So some, I, like, I don't know if they would have bombed yet because they were in the pandemic mode. So uh, who knows? Uh, we'll have to, I'll have to see for myself. But, yeah, I've definitely had some stuff bombed for, for sure.
2: Have you found yourself in that leadership role, as we talked about earlier, listening over and maybe going over something and go, oh, God, we're not doing that. That's just,
0: that's just too crazy. Uh, well, the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, I don't want to take that.
1: <laughs> you know? so, Start slow, and taper off, kid.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys are wild and crazy, uh, and and sometimes they have some amazing spots. But if you hit me with that, I may not get up. I'm uh, just telling <laughs> you. So. Uh,
1: thankfully, now there there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're going back on the road. The fans are going to be back in the house. Looking back now, and I assume we'll refer to as the pandemic era. Uh, what are some of the bright spots? What are some of your favorite memories? Because I know being in it for all of us, it's been a it's been a grind. It's been tough. Sometimes you gotta you know find a little extra motivation just to to get through a show to to make sure it's complete. Now it's almost time to have fun. But AJ Styles, having been a massive part of all things WWE during this era, what stands out to you?
0: Uh, well the the Intercontinental Championship. That's something that stands out to me. Uh, my match with Daniel Bryan, that was uh, really great. I had fun with that. Introducing Omos to AJ Styles and then making that work. Uh, so there's a lot of great things that have happened uh, during this the pandemic era that I hopefully won't talk about much anymore. Um, but hey, listen, we were able to work. I think that's a positive thing too. Uh, where a lot of things were shut down, we were able to find a way um, to work. And I think. For me, I, I would have went nuts. And I'm sure a lot of people did sitting at home doing nothing. I we haven't guys, I I used to complain about being on the road. Now I can't wait to get on the road. Right. You know, so it, but it made me realize what I needed in my life and in my career, including my wife. She's like, you need to get out of the house. You need to get away from this. You know, like we need to have both so you can appreciate what you got, even the time at home. You can appreciate it when you're on the road, and when you're at home, you can appreciate being able to work.
2: That's so true, very much so. I mean, Graves and I have even talked about it. One time, we got in the car for like a five minute drive. What was it? We, we, like we were in Orlando. We drive. We're, we're we, like, we, Man, let's play some music
1: or something. Like <laughs> we, we 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 drove from the arena back to the hotel, which was about a fifteen minute ride, and it was like, yeah, we're back on the road. Like, put our music on. It just just that <laughs> little taste of normalcy. And and as, as to your point, within four months, we'll be going. Oh my god, again, another flight. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't know how to explain it. That's that's pretty much how it will be. We all know it. And there'll be times we don't want to leave. But we uh, I listen, I'll be a lot more appreciative of being on the road now.
2: Well, before uh, I got to ask you one more question, and this relates to you, the man, because I'm a big football fan. Graves can contest to that. Clemson, Georgia, week one. Is this the year for the Bulldogs to go all the way through, finally call themselves champions? Because they look like a pretty uh, – Where's my
1: camera champion. at? Oh, it's there.
2: <laughs> oh, it's right there. We, that's, I saw the hat and I go, oh, I got to get in a Bulldogs question.
0: Oh, listen, um, I think Clemson lost a lot of uh, talent. Uh, Alabama lost a lot of talent. Georgia has uh, younger uh, – I don't know how much we lost. Don't be wrong. Everybody loses great talent, Yeah, Georgia included. But uh, Georgia also has uh, a young team, so – I'm I'm anxious to see what happens. I
2: am as well. You know, i I've, I've, getting ready for college football. To me, is now like, oh, I can't wait, just because we're getting back to that. And I've been looking at that Georgia Bulldog team. When you came on, I think their toughest test is Week One, Clemson, and then sure. from there they may be able to run the table all the way to that
0: championship game. I, I think it. You know, there's a lot of teams we're going to have to play. We're going to have to play Alabama if we de- expect to get anywhere. Uh, they're always great, but uh, the SEC is pretty good. It always is. I mean, you like, I think I counted six teams in the top 20 in the yeah. SEC. So it could be less than that. But, um, you know, Texas A&M is in there. South Carolina is in the top 20, I believe. So there's a lot of great teams that if you play in the SEC, that you're going to have to go through. Usually if you win the SEC, you're probably going to win the national championship.
2: Yeah, you're probably going to go pretty far. And this is usually at the time where Graves looks at me in the car and goes, football. And then he just leans back.
1: <laughs> that's it that's not, it man I'm not as well versed in the in the world of college football as you two gentlemen but I do know SummerSlam not too far in the future taking place Allegiant Stadium brand new Las Vegas AJ I'm going to ask you to put on your your uh future prediction hat for a moment who's standing across from AJ Styles come SummerSlam
0: well my partner Omos for sure but he will be standing beside me right much larger man Uh It wouldn't surprise me as the Raw Tag Team champs, Omos and myself, standing across from us would probably, wouldn't surprise me if it was RK bro.
1: I love it. I'm here for it. There we go. We heard it here on ATB first. I cannot wait to see what goes down. I can't wait to be back on the road and doing what we do best. AJ, you've always got a platform here on After the Bell anytime you feel like chatting.
0: Awesome, man. It's always fun to chat with you guys. It's always, after the bell, it's always fun. So thanks for having me. Thank you one
1: more time to the phenomenal AJ Styles. It's always a pleasure when AJ joins the show, Vic.
2: Man, we got to get like a Winnebago or something. I just keep thinking about that bus.
1: Listen, I mean, we could do like Sabu and just get an RV and just kind of drive that across the country.
2: We could, I think we should start looking into that.
1: We're not on the same show anymore, Vic. That would be terribly counterproductive.
2: Yeah, it would be actually. That's why you're the brains of this operation, Graves. Why Unless you're we get an after the
1: bell bus, like the Madden oh, cruiser.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going to make like a few that. phone calls. I'm yep.
1: going to see if we can't make that happen. Maybe AJ has another, he's got a line on another hand-me-down bus. That'll really take us to the next level. Let's it's gotta make that got to be in our happen. budget, right? Totally. Yeah, totally. we can get that in the budget. But while we continue to share our dreams and aspirations of riding in style, it is up to you, the ATB faithful, to keep filling the after the bell mail bag it is overflowing. We have an episode dedicated to that coming your way in the very near future. Use the hashtag AskATB. That's A-S-K-A-T-B. Make sure you follow us at AfterTheBellWWE on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can follow me at WWE Graves. You can find him at Vic Joseph WWE. Listen for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. But if you're using Spotify, just search AfterTheBell, and please hit that follow button on apple Podcasts, hit the plus sign on the atb page and you'll never miss an episode while you're there please kindly throw us that ever important five-star rating leave us a review and keep up with all your favorite shows in the wwe podcast network by following at wwe Podcasts on all your social media platforms we'll be back next week with the fallout from hell in a cell more wisdom or vitriol more wwe after the bell
3: Time travel to fun in the 16th century at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Ten stages, food, pubs, shopping, jousting. Saturday, Sundays, and Labor Day Monday through October
0: 24th. For tickets, visit MarylandRenaissanceFestival.com. Save big on admission through September 12th.